the, uh, the early church of long ago was rather well astute to the devils and their dominions. Concerning our gospel text, one such theologian concluded that the presence of the Savior is the torment of the devils. A simple sentiment, a simple statement rather, that speaks volumes as to what it means for Jesus to be present among his people. That the devils cannot but be stirred up to some sort of tormenting fear and formation at Jesus' own presence. It shows us that in Christ, the devil has no real dominion over us. So in Christ, we are repugnant even to the devil and his devils. What makes us so distasteful is the baptismal repellent that we are drenched in. Like catching a mouthful of bug spray, the devil finds our scent unbearable to his palate trained in sweet perversions. The evil one, with his demonic crew, are tormented by Christ's presence. In Capernaum, in the Capernaum synagogue, Jesus is confronted by a man who has an unclean spirit. The demon, aware of what threat Jesus poses for them all, shudders, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? This wicked creature, whose kind hunts and haunts mankind, is now reduced to his own fear, and questioning in terror asks, Have you come to destroy us? The demon finally spouts out, I know who you are, the Holy One of God. And at this exclamation, he is rebuked by Jesus. Be silent and come out of him. And with great commotion, the possessed man is exercised of his demon. All who witness this scene are overcome with the authority of Jesus and with his teaching, such that his fame spreads everywhere. But this is where the story takes a turn. Soon enough, people will forget this Jesus and demand his crucifixion. The new teaching of Jesus will be treated with contempt and his authority mocked with a crown of thorns. Jesus will be silenced with flogging and the piercing nails through his hands and his feet until his last breath is given up and he is exercised of his very life. And the world hasn't relented. It has only grown increasingly opposed to God. Radical secularization has only grown and taken the world by infiltrating all sectors of society. Overwhelmingly, parents are not catechizing their children. The government is. And churches limp along, paralyzed by caution, so as to not disturb parent or government, and the cycle repeats itself. Now you might have in mind that what I am referring to is any number of current events, but I am not. Current events are the product of individuals, so I am referring to your whole life, to remain watchful of everything about yourself and anything you might do 
and all things you may advocate for, since what you reflect, since what you do and what you advocate for reflects who you are. What the demons said of Jesus eerily corresponds to our whole lives today. What have you to do with us? What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? What does Jesus have to do with you? Is he a part of your life or everything or nothing? Radical secularism isn't a result of others. It's a result of our own making. The demon-possessed man was not surrounded by good teachers and faithful authorities, but corrupt preachers and faithless lords. He lived in an environment that welcomed unclean spirits and left Jesus for the status quo. St. Augustine writes, Faith is mighty, but without love it profits nothing. The devils confessed Christ, but lacking charity it availed nothing. They said, What have you to do with us? They confessed a sort of faith, but without love. Hence, they were devils. Augustine recognized that the devil, that the demons knew Jesus as the Holy One of God, but they did not love him. There is no peace for them, and no peace for him for them at his presence. To them, Jesus was a destroyer, a judge without grace. Their fear of Jesus is echoed in the unbelief of men possessed by their doctrine. The secular religion is full of unquenched fear, and its followers are consumed by the worry that all that they have will soon be destroyed. The Christian religion does not believe such things. We have only Jesus. And the love of Jesus fills us with faith that is complete and makes us whole. For us, the presence of Jesus is not a threat to our survival, but our very means of existence. Without Jesus, we are open to unclean spirits and unbelief. We become vulnerable to the teachings and authorities which make us cautious and uncourageous. We become party to current events that echo secular and not Christian values. We become like the demons who fear Jesus and the people who forgot him. Today's lesson is more than a show of divine power by Jesus. It depicts rather the weakness of unbelief and the strength of faith. Jesus silences our fears and calls us into the repentance coupled with grace. That on the authority of Jesus, not only are your sins taken away, but you are filled with love for your Savior. And at his presence, you do not tremble with fear, but you rejoice in God your Savior. Today's lesson speaks to a new teaching with authority. Jesus' authority in a, on earth. It calls us into, a, into the life of Jesus, to live as Jesus in the world. It calls us into his death and resurrection and to live by Jesus' death and resurrection. We are made to fear nothing which can destroy the soul and to live for everything that exalts our Lord. As Jesus entered the synagogue on that Sabbath and taught as one who had authority, he displayed his authority by rebuking the demon and showed himself to be the Lord of the Sabbath. This is an important theme for those concerned with the lordship of Jesus and him being the Messiah in the flesh. As the Lord of the Sabbath, Jesus has designated that every Lord's day 
where Christians gather in his name for worship, there will he be for their forgiveness of sin in word and sacrament. What the demon could not understand by true faith, you now possess by grace. Faith that clings to the promises of God's forgiveness. What have you to do with us, Jesus? Everything. Jesus has come to give you everything by his grace. He has destroyed your sin by his blood and makes you clean with his presence. So may the celebrity of Jesus be the only fame with authority in your life. And may his gospel be for you an everlasting peace, now and in the life you live for God. Amen.